Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is with my husband, Adam Kalbach, who is a bank manager, and he is here to answer all the freelance writing questions that people had in our group, the Savvy Scribe Collective. If you notice, the audio in this one is kind of weird. You can hear the microphone back and forth between us, and I apologize, but I didn't think it was a reason to get rid of this episode altogether. So I hope you find it enjoyable, and let's get going. Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast, a podcast for healthcare professionals who want to build a profitable writing business. I'm Janine Kalbach, your host, and I am a mom to two boys. I'm a wife, a great Dane lover, a registered nurse, and a content writing business owner. I am committed to help you moving your business forward because I've been there. I get it. I understand that life is busy and distracting but many of us are burnt out at the bedside working too many hours and are ready for a change. Every week I will deliver actionable advice and thought leaders in the industry to help you move along in your business. Welcome to the show. <laughs> so welcome, Adam. Hello. How's everyone? He's never done a Facebook Live before, so this is the first time in my life I'm more comfortable than he is talking. So today I brought Adam on because Adam is a bank manager in our area and <laughs> and I'm bringing him on to answer a lot of questions that people ask me that he can answer broadly. You know, kind of like nursing, we can't answer a lot of medical diagnoses questions, right? Just like doctors, we can't answer like them. Same thing goes for banking. Like we have to be a little bit careful about what he's answering and we can't promote or anything like that. But it's still going to be very valuable, I promise you guys. So first, I want to start with Adam asking you, what's your background in banking? Oh, yeah. So I've been in banking for 16 years. I've worked for a couple different institutions. Um, I've been a manager of a branch, um, one of the biggest offices in the state of Ohio for the past, well, for the past couple of years. Um, but I've been a manager for over 10 years, and I specialize in small business. Um, typically any companies under $3 million in annual sales. And um, that's it. I've done just about every role at the bank. So I do a lot of business lending, a lot of business credit cards, and uh, just helping businesses get started. Very good. So he obviously has helped me with my business and was very excited to get it off the ground. When I first started in 2015, he's like, we have to get you an LLC and, and all the things. And I didn't know what the heck he was talking about. And he did all the background stuff, right? All of it. <laughs> I just said, where do I sign? What do I do? And that's kind of what we do. I've told you guys we do a little bit of real estate stuff on the side. And Adam's really good at that because he cares more about it than I do. But that being said, you have to care a little bit because this is your business. So we're going to talk all about financials. So the first question I have, Adam, is from Amy. And she asked, how do I separate my personal and business? 
Um, well, I think the first thing obviously is, you know, if you are setting up an LLC, um, you know, you obtain obviously your, your secretary of state documents for your LLC, obtain your tax ID number if you choose to do a tax ID number. And um, from there, you know, you know, set an appointment with your local bank um, and open up your LLC account. I think it's best to not uh, commingle, obviously, your personal and your business money, um, just because, you know, taxable reasons and other things along those lines. Um, so definitely getting a, a separate bank account put aside specifically for the business. So that kind of goes into question Erica asked, is an LLC all we need to have to protect our personal assets for small business? Um, so an LLC is, is definitely the main angle to protect your assets uh, for a small business, to protect your personal assets. Um, there are other other things out there too, such as trusts and things along those lines um, that can also assist with that. Um, with the free, specifically to freelance, um, I, I think that an LLC is uh, you know more than appropriate to be able to protect the assets. So, um, and, and, and honestly, pretty much across the country, you'll find that most businesses, when they have a separate entity, such as an LLC or a corporation, that that's really most of what people do. Cool. What if, you know, we're just starting out and, you know, you don't have much set aside, but you do want to get noticed and you need some money up front or whatever to maybe start putting aside like monthly expenses, like invoicing software or website maintenance, or even just you want to hire somebody to do your website design. Is there a way to get cash flow even as a freelancer? Yeah, there totally is. And so the big thing is, is that, you know, I'll, I'll answer that in a couple of different ways. So, um, you know, the biggest failure of businesses and the biggest reason why businesses fail is because they don't have proper reserves and not having proper reserves can, can actually, you know, be the demise of most businesses. So, you know, the big thing is a kind of like with your personal paycheck, you know, pay yourself first and be able to put money aside and be able to cover, you know, expenses. And when it comes to cash flow, you know, look at different resources, you know, um, Honestly, you know, credit cards, um, I know for some people aren't the best thing, but, you know, credit cards can be your best, they're your best friend or your worst nightmare. And so, you know, if you use them right, they provide you 45 days worth of cash flow. And if you have to use them for an extended period of time, you know, depending on how high the interest rates are, you know, it could be a great quick way to be able to finance, you know, some of your startup costs. Um, you know, so, so don't, don't push them aside. Um, you know, it's a big part of my strategy when, when putting together plans for clients is incorporating the card to provide that 45 days of cash flow. Um, and it really helps, especially if you have outstanding invoices that could be a net 45 or something along those lines. So, um, we actually use credit cards for everything, for everything. And we are, we don't have debt. We don't believe in debt. And, I think it's important to like, we actually used our credit card this year to and last year for our Florida trip. Mm -hmm. So we use our points for airline miles. So again, it, they're a good thing to use if you use them right. So you can't have that spending my, mindset at all. And we've had family members that disobey that advice and it's sad. It really is. Um, we're both staring at the skunk, the skunk, the squirrel out the window who is on my, bird feeder I just bought that is apparently squirrel proof. 
if it's not, it's not really. <laughs> our son named him um, pineapple um all right so another question we have is this episode is brought to you by my very own course plan create launch land and grow your health writing business inside this course you will find the complete roadmap from knowing nothing about freelance writing to launching your very own profitable health writing business with 45 plus lessons and an opportunity to earn ceus why wouldn't you try it out to escape that bedside burnout if you want to start a new PRN job instead of picking up more and more hours extra at the bedside job, join me and plenty of other nurses by going to www.thesavvyscribepodcast.com and click on courses. Back to the show. When setting up like a business checking and stuff, is there one that, I know you can't recommend anything, but are there some business checking accounts that have like a high yield well, I think you'll find right now with kind of like the uncertainty in the markets and things along those lines, you're not going to see really much high yield, you know, accounts out there. Um, you know, if, if your goal is to separate the money, right, and be able to have reserves, um, then, you know, having a savings account, whether it's high yield or not, is going to be sufficient enough. If your goal is to really kind of make passive income on that money, then, and depending on how much you have, you know, you can look at a high, like a higher yield account, um, but it's still not going to be great. Um, and you'd have to check to get a really good rate on an account. It's either going to be a very short term, like 90 days guaranteed for like 1%, or you can look at like a non brick and mortar bank, you know, um, like some of those online banks and they can provide a little bit better rates. But um, I would just tell you, depending on what, how much you have in reserves, right? Make sure you have like six months kind of on the back burner, um, like six months of like your operating costs, right? And that includes paying yourself, have six months of that on the back burner. And then if you have excess, like, and let's say it's, I'm just going to throw a figure out of like $10,000 or more. If you have something like that kind of on the back burner, I would tell you, you might want to look at, you know, putting that potentially with a financial advisor. So another thing that reminds me of is paying yourself first. It's hard as a freelancer to pay yourself, but because um, you have to think about putting out a paycheck. There's a book out there called Profit First. It's a really good book. It talks about breaking down your monthly expenses and your operating costs and whatnot for your, yourself and paying yourself first. So if you haven't read Profit First, it's a really good book. Um Another question we have is from Stephanie. She asked, how much did I set aside for taxes? Well, so you got to figure, and, and let me just give the disclaimer, I'm not a CPA. I can't answer like too many taxable questions. I have enough knowledge to be just dangerous. Um, but, you know, so first and foremost, you know, if you are a freelancer and you're doing, you know, self, you know, you're self-employed, you're not paying that, uh, you know, the social security and Medicare and Medicaid and things along those lines in there. So naturally, whatever you make, you have to kind of add, you know, 15% into whatever the standard taxable rate is, because that's for your self-employment tax. So, um, you know, so if you fall into a line of where you're at like a 22% rate, you know, you're going to want to add 15%. So, you know, you'll, you'll be wanting to put, you know, 37 to 40% aside of whatever you're making to reserve for potential tax payments. And I go into this a lot on our um, course. If you are in the plan, create, launch, land, grow, I'm putting out a, a series about bookkeeping and LLC and all that, that adds in a lot about that. So make sure you 
you go to that lesson if you're having some trouble with your taxes. Um, and then also we dive in a little bit about how to find somebody that you trust with your finances. Cause that can be a big issue as well. We've run into that, um, unfortunately. So, you know, you learn, learn from the best, right? We've been there. Um, so another question that came from Jackie is right now with COVID-19 going on in the pandemic, some clients are saying that they can't pay their freelancers. Is that something that you're hearing in the banking world? Are people really just not paying people that are doing services for them? So I think a lot of businesses who are experiencing, you know, any sort of trouble during the pandemic, um, you know, obviously they're going to prioritize their expenses. And I think one of the things that I would mention and recommend and then I've actually recommended to some of my clients is make sure you're upfront with your terms, right? So, and, 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 and especially with the uncertain times right now, be flexible with your terms. Um, you know, if you're, if you're looking for a net, you know, a net 30 where you're expecting to see your payment within 30 days, you know, that's honestly, that's really kind of in a perfect world. So, you know, you know, be, be a little flexible, you know, maybe, maybe instead of a net 30, do a net 45 or net 60, you know, if you're not hurting for the cash, but you know that that company may be, um, you know, but the big thing is, is, you know, with your existing clients that you have, you know, you know, be, ask them, you know, ask them how they're feeling, you know, don't, don't be too flexible, um, because you still have a business to run. Um, but you want to also mean, make sure that you're maintaining that relationship with them and, and being, you know, obviously feeling what they're going through as well. So upfront with your terms, flexible, um, especially at a, in a time like this. Do you feel like we're going into a recession that there's going to be hard times coming for freelancers? Um, no, I think that, you know, that freelancing aspect is always going to be really kind of there and needed. And so um, I think a lot of, I, I think at least from what I've seen, you'll continue to see business. Yay. That's good to hear. Well, thank you guys for all of your questions. And if where can people find you? Adam's not very social like I am. Here. <laughs> in my office. At work. In, in the Kellogg household, if you need to find him. He's, he's somewhere around here. He's usually in the house fixing things or, you know, playing with the kids while I'm running the business at home, too. So that's, that's where he'll be. Or I'm at work. <laughs> or he's at work. <laughs> So thank you, Adam, for all your time. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.